be sure to find us on reddragonsradio.com. Red Dragons Radio is a one-stop shop for some of the best podcasts on the internet covering entertainment, TV music, movies, wrestling, MMA, sports. It's all covered. Welcome to Hush, the podcast guaranteed to give you a load of fun. And with that being said, let's slide into the episode. Have to say a word, baby. Don't say a word when you walk in, girl. Just take off your clothes, leave them on the floor. Cause we don't need them no more. Hello, everybody. Welcome to volume 40 of Hush. My name is Kim, and I have my co host with me. Kendra. We don't have Chris, and we don't have Manny, but we're still going to go We don't have Chris because he's at home watching football games instead. Let's be very clear. (laughs) Okay? It is Sunday, and I understand that, but this is the day we decided to record. It is. So just know, Chris, I'm here waiting, (laughs) and I'm going to get you, and I'm going to wait for your response to this just to know that you listen to our show. (laughs) I'm not even going to blame him, though. I told him to keep me updated on the scores. <laughs> I know, and you just checked the score, too. Like, it was nothing. You're like, hold on, we can't record yet. I, I know. Check the score. It's important shit. Can we get Manny to come and make a guest appearance? I can try to talk to him about that. I know that. I, I really talked need to, to know about Manny's corner. <laughs> I talked to him. He said he was going to have weekends off, I think, starting this week. So he should be back in town soon. <coughs> I think we want to do IBTs, so. Oh, I want to go. We used to go to the shows. Have you ever been to the shows at IBTs? <laughs> no, but I would love to try it. Yeah. There was one going on when I was there last time, uh-huh. but they don't let you on that, that side or whatever, unless you pay for the show, so I, I just chilled outside. That's, really? The yeah. night I was there, at least. Oh, yeah, because when I was Maybe there Maybe it was them. like a special thing. Maybe. But yeah, unless I stood really far back, I mean, then I guess I could. Well, we should probably go to a show together then. Yeah, I agree. It was really fun. I wasn't sure if I was going to be into it, but I really liked it. It might was... be better than the strip club. You think so? I was tipping them. I, I was really I tipping mean, tipping them. them is nice <laughs> and shit, but I don't have to give them all of my dollars, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they'll be a little bit it's less courtesy, of like a, yeah. <laughs> a need, you know? Yeah. So what did you do this last week? This last week, I had sex five days out of the week, so that was good. <laughs> like four days back to back. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I mean, I don't know. I have nothing to say. The last time I had sex, I was like woken up in the middle of the night and then it turned into like, well, you woke me up with sex. And I was like, no, you woke me up. You so you argued for a second, afterwards? but I didn't start. I, no, it was like way later in the day. Oh, why would you argue though? That's a good. <laughs> it wasn't an argument, but he was like, "Thanks for waking me up to that," and I was like, "Well, you woke me up." Oh, okay. And he goes, "What?" <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, I, you woke me up." And well, and then at one point, it seemed like you went back to sleep, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm already up. We're not stopping." <laughs> That's hard so, rape, Kendra. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was very enjoyable. I'm on bullshit. I promise. <laughs> But yeah. not four days in the week. That was pretty much it because all I did was work. Oh, did we you went go to town? Yeah, I went to Odyssey, the aquarium. I oh, thought that was that? pretty dope. 
I liked it actually. It's way better than. Have you been to the one at Arizona Mills? Yes, and that's the only one I've been to ever. Well, other ever? than like SeaWorld. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is way better than that. They have a lot of other attractions too there. So when you get in, they have like this like courtyard with restaurants and stuff. It's almost like a little mini mall. Have you been to the Kodak Theater in Hollywood? No, I have not. Well, the way that they have the Kodak Theater set up is they have like Gucci and like name brand stores and they also have like a little courtyard with restaurants. It's kind of like that, but there's no Gucci there. <laughs> just... <laughs> I was just talking to Dom actually about how I want to go to Vegas again. And Dom is actually our guest on the show tonight. Hey guys, Dominique. Welcome yeah. to the Hush Podcast. Thanks for having me. And Which, I'm... something I guess I do want to discuss actually, and... I'm not going to mention any names or any phone numbers or anything like that, but our phone number <laughs> is 520-500-5797, and I have the fucking greatest conversations with some of these people that message looking for the Hazel. <laughs> the and I just want to meet her because I'm like, dude, <laughs> bro. What is going on? And it's so funny because the other day it was like, they weren't even, like, usually everybody's like, hey, baby, you know, shit like that. And then I just fuck with them. <laughs> so, yeah, you're talking to me mostly if you're texting us. And, uh, but it, <laughs> I will always be like, oh, yeah? Are you sure I'm your baby? <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> and just respond wild to them. And the response the other day was hilarious because I was like, come on, bro. I mentioned that this is our number a bunch of times. You didn't notice your friend changed her phone number? Come on. <laughs> like, I brought, I brought it up for how many shows now? Like, and if you know the show, which thank you for listening. We love you. Um, how are you going to keep messaging it? <laughs> and then I got the people that are like, yeah, we're good friends. And I was like, obviously you're not. <laughs> so you think that <laughs> Hazel yeah. fucked all these people? No, I think Hazel's just making her money. She's like, yeah, come in this day, I'm working. And she gets probably makes bank. Can't can't knock the hustle. That's true. Very true. You know, these people are traveling just to see her. <laughs> because some of them are not in Tucson. Really? Yeah, and they're even like, I'll be in town, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I like how Hazel's making her money. Right? <laughs> I know, so I'm kind of like, well, let's go meet Hazel. And be like, well, we need you to be on the show and we have your old phone number. Seriously. Can you justify all these text messages? What's going on? Come on, here? let's talk about it. Let's let's get you this money, honey. We gotta get them connected. You didn't give them your old your new phone number. She's like, I'm waiting for them to come in. She had to weigh them out. I bet there was so many dudes. You know what I mean? Thirsty ass people. That she's like, mm, these ones I can pass on, but these ones right here, you know, certified this clientele. My real number. Exactly. <laughs> That's so Certified funny. clientele. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then I got that guy I told you about before that thought that she gave him like a like a loser number. I can't yeah. believe that she did that to me. And I'm like, no, you're you're wrong. But now I'm like, maybe I need to play on that a little bit more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> loser. <laughs> Something? I don't remember the look, name of that. I have that. to look at it. 
Um, but yeah, so basically, if you know anybody that's like a cam model or, you know, sells pictures online or anything like that, that maybe they're not claiming on taxes if they're not being legit with it, you can just report them to tax the IRS. So as long as they report it on their taxes, they're, they're cool. Yeah, because <laughs> if you report shit on their taxes, that's like a contracting job. Yeah. That's just how, ooh, that's just how you can go and be a stripper and like... If you're being legit with it, it's no big deal. Put your tips down there. The thought... Yeah. Let's see. Thought audit. That's what it is called. The thought audit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. Thought audit. I guess that's an appropriate name for that, but I mean, hey. The IRS is like, look, we're cracking down on your thoughts. You know what I'm saying? And the thoughtery shall not go unpunished. So I kind of, oh, I mean, something that we can talk about, I kind of decided, like, I feel like for a female, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you can chime in on this a little bit, I think it's acceptable to be a hoe in your 20s, but not your 30s. What, what creates the age like, limit? Do you feel like females automatically blanket that across, like, Eh, you're in your 30s, so you should be fucking settling down, or is that just me? <laughs> I feel like that's just kind of what society has made it feel like you should do. You know what I mean? I feel like but as long as you're not stepping over boundaries, which is like dealing with people that are already in relationships. Well, yeah, that's, married, so that's what I mean. I mean, you like, should actually be able to do like what you want. But, but does this female would... have kids? Like, does that make a difference into your hmm. thought process about it? Like, if she well, has yeah, kids, man, she I think if down? you're 30, you don't want to be a side bitch. You shouldn't be a side bitch. Like, come on, you're 30. True. Like, come on. We've already been through all the shit in our Agreed. 20s. Like, you should Agreed. not be yeah. wanting to be a side bitch. Agree. And so I'm just like, is that normal? But at the same time, I'm like, 22-year-old side bitch, I get it. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. At the, but I think at the, you definitely at 30 shouldn't be anybody's side person. But I feel like you should still be able to... Fuck around? Yeah, to do what you want to do. Oh, yeah. It doesn't affect, like, if I think you have children. you're single and fucking around, totally fine. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But I feel like once it gets to a point where, like, you're overstepping boundaries with, like, people who are married or in relationships, I feel like that's... That's a whole extra level. Like, you're just... that. I feel like you're just a horrible person at that point. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's just kind of kind of how that goes. You know? I'm sorry. Like, personally, I'm single, and I'm going to do what I want to do, and I will continue to do what I want to do while I'm single, but I would never overstep a boundary with being with somebody's partner. Like, yeah. that's just... And I think that's that what I, I meant, because, like, in my 20s, for sure, like, I've talked about it a few times... I didn't care. Yeah, I if you weren't married, I don't care. Yeah. And especially if I knew there were any kind of problems, I definitely didn't care. What kind of fuckery is that? No, I'm kidding. Like, you <laughs> I totally like, did. Yeah, yeah, I did. You're in your 20s, you're like, No, well, I totally did. You don't <laughs> want to be with them, so oh well. You know what I mean? Like, I just saw it like, their relationship, their problems, but I'm here to fuck, so let's do this. Exactly. That's pretty much I legit used to have one person that hit me up all the time every time he got in a fight or broke up. And I did air quotes, because who knows, right? Because I was on this side. Right. With his girl, would hit me up and come and spend the night to me. We would fuck around, do whatever, all night. And then the next day, he would go home. And I think I've mentioned that before, where I was just like, I don't even, I don't even care. Yeah. But then years later, me, like, that girl snapped me, and I was like, whoa. And then I was like, who is this? Even though I already knew. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was saved in my phone still. And she wrote, and I was like, Hey, man, I just want to let you know, I'm sorry. Like, that's a bitch move. Like, oh, yeah. once you've been in love and, like, know how it feels, like... I feel like maturity has a lot to play into that because as you get older, you get into, like, more serious relationships and you look at it as, like, 
especially if that happens to you, you're like, damn, I used I I was that person who fucked up somebody else's relationship. No, you know, and that's I mean? why, like, even in my situation, I was like, man, that's probably my karma. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I do believe in karma, and people give me shit about that or whatever, but I feel like eh, it's happened. Like, I was younger, and my friend got cheated on, and I found out about it, and so we went, and <clears throat> it's been a long time, so I can't even get in trouble for this anymore. By the way, I'm off. <laughs> but we went and, uh, you know, smashed windows in a car. And not only did I smash windows, but we put, like, brake fluid or whatever the fuck eats the paint all over the car, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, like, no thoughts. Just, like, you probably shouldn't be doing that. Whereas now I'm like, eh, I mean, I probably wouldn't retaliate that way. <laughs> but I feel like now you just like before it was like ah oh, fuck I'll go to juvenile parents and get me out whatever you know what I mean? now it's like I'm an adult like I go to I'm going to, to fuck fuck adult jail you know what I mean it's on my record like I'm not gonna have a job I'm gonna support my kid you know you can't do shit like that and then they're like what'd you get in trouble for well I was a little crazy I'm a crazy psycho bitch like I'm fuck with me basically is what you're telling people and before it was like I walked into the house what did you do nothing. I have like a piece of glass on my hair right here from the fucking windshield. Oh my god. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what happened. So when we're talking about like age then with that, like what about women that they call cougars? They're like 40s, 50s picking up young but, dudes. Yeah, but they're, yeah. and that's fine, but they're not ever fucking with dudes that are in relationships. Exactly. So that's because like they're older, off. mature ladies, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So do you think that in their 30s you have all these bitches that are fucking up because they're like, I'm not sure I used to be a hoe and I'm trying to be good. <laughs> yeah, and then 40 you're just like, fuck it, I'm just going to date 20 year olds. Like, because like some, some 40 year olds, like you look around and you're just like, the 40 year old men don't match the 40 year old women or the 40 year old men don't match like some of the four year old women so they tend to date younger which I'm like I'm all for it because I'm trying to be 40 dating a 20 year old too honestly I don't know I'm trying to be 40 (laughs) dating like a 20 Five year old. Yeah, I mean, he at least, I, we at least have to be able to go to a bar I mean, like, you know, and drink legally. So I'm not like, let's be real. also condoning like underage drinking. Because what know. 21 year old do you know, or did you ever know that was like, I know exactly what to do, and I'm gonna make you feel amazing. None, and I feel like, and I feel like that's the point of like being a cougar. Is I feel like they like the aspect of teaching. You know what I mean? I feel yeah. like they're at the they're, they're at a point. Vocal. I'm like, sorry, I don't talk. Yeah, about but this. you're also in your 30s. You know what I mean? Who knows? In happen. 40s, you're gonna be talking. Right? Who knows what's gonna happen in your 40s? Maybe you're just gonna be like sick of it and be like, you know what? Try to spread my wisdom and teach these little boys how to please women. She's like, you're not sometimes licking it, right? They need to know. You know, sometimes they need to know. You gotta be vocal. Tell them they're not licking it, right? You're right. <laughs> I only ever did that once and it was literally because like just I had gotten head from this person before and this was legit different head <laughs> and I was like wait a minute what's going on <laughs> <laughs> well what happened is some other bitch was like I don't like when you're doing this there's too much stimulation here and then he switched it all up because some other chick told him right I mean <laughs> Like, That's not know. really what it was, <laughs> but <laughs> it was just like a different experience than I had had before. Mm. Was he drunk like, the first time? Second time or something? Or it was just like kind of a different person altogether. <laughs> well, but the same. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Very <laughs> weird, right? And yeah, I was like, "Whoa! What? Wow! <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> 
And he goes, what? And I was like, that does not feel like anything we've ever done before. And you could tell he was like, kind of took offense to it. And I was like, I just want to let you know, I don't like that. <laughs> but I was like, Please stop. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know. So, but yeah, that's the only time that ever happened. Otherwise, I've been like, just quiet. You know what? We jumped right into the conversation. You need to share your B card story. Oh, yeah. We could definitely do that. <laughs> I know. That's because I was like, give me your opinion. Right? <laughs> Going straight into it. Um, well, I was like, honestly, like 14. And it was uh, in my room, and it was highly uncomfortable because my parents were there. Oh, my God. So, <laughs> it was extremely uncomfortable feeling. Um, was it planned? Did you guys, was it a boyfriend, first of all? It was a boyfriend. Yeah, he was. And was he like, I'm going to fuck you on Wednesday? Was no, he a virgin? Well, it was because it's my birthday. And so oh. I just turned 14, and we had been together when I was 13, and he was, I was in eighth grade, and he was, uh, I think, uh, I want to say sophomore in high school. So it wasn't his first time then, that you know? Well, you know, <laughs> men tend to lie, so yeah. he told me it was. I highly doubt that it was his first time, you know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I'm getting But, you know, being a naive little, like, 14-year-old eighth grader, you know, and then on top of that, one of my friends had just, like, lost her virginity around the same time. So you're like, I got two also. You know? Yeah, and then she was just like, like, let's do it, let's do it, you just need to do it, it was awesome, like, we should do it. And being peer pressured and, you know, not knowing following other people basically I decided to do it and it was not pleasurable at all later on it was but the first time it was definitely not he was like very large and it was very painful so did you cry I didn't cry but it, I did limp for like <laughs> a couple days Man. It was very swollen, Man. like extremely swollen and it hurt to like walk and yeah. the worst part about it is my mom knew like she asked me the next day and she was like I already know Josh virginity, and I was like, no. Are you close to your mom like that, or no? Um, yeah, we are now, like, extremely. There was um, issues in our past that, like, made it difficult for us to be close, but I feel like now we're, we're really close. I, I mean, we all live together, so it's, like, different. We have, like, a very friendship kind of relationship, you would say. So when you first lost it, was she happy about it? Or? Oh, no, definitely not. No? No, for sure. She said, I already knew that you lost it. And yeah, she was just like, yeah, she was just like, did you use protection? And I was like, yeah. And she was just like, okay, well, she used protection. Good. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> Thank you. you know I'm so I mean? glad you did. Like, basically. So that's basically how it was. And then... How long did it last? Well, we were together... No, no, no. The sex. Oh, the sex? Yeah, um, the first time. Sheesh. <laughs> To be honest, I, I don't know. All I remember is that it was painful. Like, I don't remember. I know that it was very difficult for us to, like, for him to get it in there. You was know it I missionary? Mean? Yeah, for sure. Just because, like. Did he, like, foreplay at all? No. What the fuck? Not. We need to talk about that. Definitely not. <laughs> it was just more so, that. like, like kissy, kissy. Oh, I'm going to touch down there. And then I know that I'm pretty sure, like, it's he, like, I, well, I guess, yeah, he called, like, I guess fingering, like, you know what I mean? Just I barely fingering you or, like, totally getting you going? Oh, I no, need to like, be totally to getting going. To the point going. where, like, he <laughs> semi-broke my hymen while he was doing it because it, like, blood, you know? And I was just like, While oh, he was okay. fingering you? Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, and then, like, he tried to do it, and by that time I was, like, it was kind of already, like, painful, you know what I mean? And then he was very big, 
so just like for my first time, it was just very painful. So I was very like sore for a very long time. And you guys stayed together after that? Yeah, for sure. We stayed together for a while. I mean, he was an utter douchebag, I come to find out. But, you know, we did. We were together for a while. We were off, together off and on for about two years. And then, but in between that two years, it's just really like toxic relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah. I love that's sometimes yeah. happens. Yeah. But being like a young, naive kid, you're just like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm in eighth grade and I have a high school boyfriend, like, haha, you know. Thinking you're all badass. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That. Like, just like thinking you're the shit, like, oh yeah, all the other girls. And never thinking, like, why is this guy with this 13 Yeah, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, yeah, that's because I'm, I'm a shit, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, yeah, that's because I'm it. He's always, she looks 16. Guys. Yeah, that's basically what it was, but he was, he was a douchebag. Like, he was cheating on me all the time, you know? Yeah, that's my first boyfriend, too. Yeah, I found out he was cheating on me with like, my Probably best friend. Probably way more than I ever know. Oh, my God. Oh, the best so, friend? Yeah, like she was my best him? friend. So, I mean, what was weird, because, like, um, his my best friend was dating his best friend. And so, like... They were like, fuck you guys. Yeah, so basically, <laughs> like, they ended up... I found out they slept together. So I was like, all right, well, fuck you both. I slept with those. I slept with his friend, so I was like, okay. Wow, really? Let's do it, yeah. <laughs> you, that's how you got going. You were like, yeah. we're about to win this. Yeah, thing. you know, so that's just kind of how it happened. jump on your homie. And then after that, you know, you feel like really bad. I'm like, oh, well, fuck. But, I mean. Did your mom know about that time, too? No. She was just, she knew the first time. Okay. The thing is, is that my mother is um, kind of a hub herself. It was, you know. <laughs> She's been in a really long relationship, but, you know, I would say, I don't like the terminology hoe, because I feel like that's so, like, we don't Agreed. tag men like a hoe, you know what I mean? They can sleep with yeah. however many women they want, so, and you're like, oh, yeah, you're the shit, but as soon as, like, you know, women sleep with, like, two dudes, you're like, oh, she gets a label. you know what I mean? Yeah. You're automatically a hoe, so I'm just like, no, I'm single, like, if you're a single male, you're allowed to do what you want to do as a single male, so as a single female, then do what I want to do. So... You were 14 the first time. How old are you now? Um, 26. How many people have you been with? I honestly could not answer that question. Mm, we need, like, a ballpark. Um, I even told you I was going to ask you this. Yeah, I would say... <laughs> you had days to practice. You had days to, like, write shit down and figure number. it out. That's just Make not... I'm not going to lie to you. That's just not going to happen. Um, ballpark it. I would say probably about 50. Yeah, that's... that's I could see that. I would go probably about 50. Because I'm trying to think when we first became friends. I want to say we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Part of my whole life. Whole life. Haha. Yeah, right. Part <laughs> of what I was like boning a lot was during like the first years that me and Dominique met. Mm-hmm. So that was. I used to talk to her about like, man, anal sex, like everything that we. Everything I wanted to talk about, me and Dom, that's what we talked about. That's yeah, totally wasn't like completely into that, but now I'm just like, that's. I know, I'm like, let's get liquored up, let's just, you know? do it. For <laughs> 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 well, I like let's it way more it, than right? <laughs> I feel like because it's just always labeled as something that's inappropriate, you know what I mean? But I'm all for it, let's... I don't really think it's inappropriate, I think, I think there is a stigma. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, exactly. With, you know, kind of like dudes that are like super into butt play, and then you have like guys that are like, no. And I always wonder if the guys that, like, instantly are like, no, if they're just worried about if I touch their asshole, if they're gay. 
Yeah, I think that. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like so when I got into like white dudes, the first white guy that I like really messed around with was older than me by a lot. Oh my god! And um, we were like messing around, and I was giving him. By how long? Wait a minute. How much? <laughs> years difference. Like <laughs> ten years, you know. What's the most? You the had? oldest guy I messed around with. Yeah, the like difference in age. Forty-three, and I was twenty-six. I was like, 43 years? Holy shit. No, he was 43 when <laughs> I was 26. But yeah, I mean, he didn't look 43, and he was very nice. But, um... Yeah. In bed? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they're very well experienced, I would say. Um, but, um... Yeah, the first white dude I ever messed around with, like, I was, you know, giving him a pad, and he asked me to stick my finger in his butt, and I was just like, totally Oh, I totally heard that request. Out. I, just, I just couldn't do it. I was like, wait... What? Like, you have to wait, hold on. No, you asked me to do what to you? I'm just like, he's like, just a little bit, just like up to the neck right here. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I don't think you wait. I was just, no, I couldn't do it. I, and then from there, I just, I couldn't continue. He was like, I've been here. So you're talking about anal, so you like it done on you, obviously. But what about like playing yeah, with guys? Personally, I don't view it as them. I don't view it as it being weird for men because, I mean, technically, if you want to get technical, that is where they're like, G-spot is, you know what I mean? So I don't find it weird for a man to want to be stimulated in his anus, if you want to put it bluntly. Like, I just don't feel that. I don't feel it's weird anymore. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think it's that weird anymore. Like, it's... Like comfortable with their sexuality enough to do that, and and sometimes anal feels really. And good. so now you honor those As requests now. If a guy asks you to do that, I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> not with these nails. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm gonna keep my nails officially done so it doesn't get out. I don't have a problem with I'm a doing baby. it, on. but I haven't. I got a toy. Wait, right? Exactly. <laughs> you don't want Hold these on. on. I'm afraid to put these up here. Like, you don't want them. Yeah. As Kendra looks at her nails, <laughs> they're really fucking nice. They are. I'm they are. They're beautiful. I'm also, whatever. I know. I really. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how work goes tomorrow. <laughs> that would be the true, the true test. Yeah, you know, I never got that request until. Until what Chris. Yeah, Chris. No, that's actually, that we know. It was, it was before. You Chris, like it actually. in the butthole. Yeah. <laughs> you better listen to every show. Because when you don't come, I'm going to do this. <laughs> and just wait for you to message me and be like, bro, what the fuck? Really? <laughs> <laughs> We're here yourself, sorry. Shout out. Chris, if you listen, you need to message me. Pineapple. That's it. It'll be like a safe word. Just say it. And then I know. Then I know that you were here. Oh, it's just such a really safe word. That's my safe word. Pineapple. Bitch. <laughs> I love pineapples. But yeah, safe word all day. Oh, well, I can't say that. It's two syllables. <laughs> yeah, by the time you get pine, it's too late. <laughs> You're like, pine, sorry, too late. Just kidding. We're not done. <laughs> you can keep going. Hilarious. That's why it's simple. You know, red. Oh, fuck red. red. I'm off. Be like black. <laughs> not even think about that shit. And then... So besides that request, what do you feel was something weird that a guy has asked you to do? That and one. did you do it? Like nice. tickle them, suck on their toes. No, see, I'm not a toe person. So even if you did ask me, I'm not fucking t- putting your feet in my. Mouth. It's just not <laughs> That's the same way. We'll just make sure they're clean first. <laughs> and 
She has and a foot fetish. Totally oh, see, no. Dude, oh. guys love that. Um, <laughs> Wait, you don't understand. We never went into your foot fetish, so have you actually, like, jerked somebody off with just your feet? Oh gosh! I have, weird. I, have, I, I have friends that have done that too, so I know it's not that weird. I feel but like yes. I'm it's just like a turnoff for me. Yeah, I'm not okay with feet like that. Like I've had some guys stuck my toe. Go and get a pedicure. Make it really pretty. Feet. What about like a guy fingering, like oh not fingering, obviously using his like, feet to like get her up? Yeah, <laughs> I've totally seen a point where he started doing that, and I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, you like put your feet me. together so that they can put their dick in between it. Well, yeah, that, but no, I meant, like, saying, like the guy doing it to the girl. Yeah, he was, like... Oh, in my vagina. He was, like, yeah. yeah. Like, like, <laughs> I thought that was weird. Like, he'd be towing you instead of fingering you. You've had that done. How much you can't I don't know. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some wine now, and I can feel it already. We should have got more because yeah. I want some already. Uh, like, damn it. His glasses are too big. I even a meeting with Naka. Nothing weird like that. No, um, I've had somebody like. My shit is not weird, bitch. I think the finishes are weird. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I don't know. No, I've had somebody stuck on my toe, and it was. I, I'm not gonna lie, it was it weird. I good. liked it, but it was just like I kind of wanted it, to kick him at the same wait, time. Wait, were they doing that while they were like fingering you? Or yes, and yes, it, and it's it so good. It was, but I don't feel the need to put somebody else's toe in my mouth. So that's the whole thing. So how I got into my thing was not because I was like, "Ooh, I love feet." Like, at all. It was definitely, like, the same situation. Yeah. And my god, I came so fucking hard. Yeah. And was just like, wow, I, I, I really that. like this. I really like, just fucking touch my feet during sex and oh my god. It's like, and I think it's because it's like a forbidden thing where I'm like, eh, yeah. why are you touching my feet? Yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, should I pull away? Should I not? What should I do? And then you're like, I can't. But I'm not really good. trying to touch somebody else's feet or put them in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm not into that either. A foot foot massage, maybe. I've given Chris a foot massage, but I would never suck his toes. But he'll do that to me. But I just, I don't like feet. I just, I can't get into it. Wait a minute, he does it to you? Yeah. Not, like, while being fingered, though. I'd have to try that. I'd have to go the full extreme. It was just, like, a little, you know, when we're just chilling on the couch, cuddling kind of thing. How come he's never brought that up? About the toe thing? (laughs) Probably because he doesn't see, like, a real fetish. What, now you're gonna, like... (laughs) Wait a minute. I'm eating he gives you shit for your so foot fetish. He gives me so much crap about my foot fetish, and he puts your toes in his mouth. He's totally done that. Yeah. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, so I'm right there with you, Kendra, but you don't know. <laughs> All terrible. No, I've never. I'm gonna have to try that. He'll probably do it too. He's into that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's like. I don't know if he's just like a complete foot fetish because I've never actually used my feet on him. You know. Like, jerked him with just my feet. Slotion, That's probably why. Feet kind of hurts, so you have to get used to it. That's kind of not going to ever happen. Yeah, because we'll think about it. There's like different parts of your body that you're using. Like, I, you know, I'm just like, I just don't think that's going to Exactly. I know how it goes. I've seen porn, you know what I mean? But I just, I, I, I don't think I would do that. I'm sorry. Oh, you had to ask your infamous question, the the category. What's your go-to? I know, I was just going to ask right now, too. What do you search for when you watch porn? Uh, it's a toss-up. I'm either doing it or doing I'm so interested, so um, it's fine. I think this yeah, is how we get insights. You know, like, chance that a couple other people have opened up my uh, phone and went to there and got it automatically. Wait a minute. Phone. So let's talk about this story. Before you answer this, we're at work. No. Um, yeah, the first time it happened was working. Tom was like, 
the supervisor just took my phone and swiped left, and I was naked. The first time I take her to meet my ex-boyfriend, she was like, look at this picture, and he swipes left. I'm naked. <laughs> I was like, oh god. <laughs> He's also opened it up into my phone and the internet and it's been on Pornhub multiple times. You're like, times. ooh, sex. But, I don't know, I feel like um, <laughs> my two go-to is usually DP or gangbang. <laughs> really oh, see, I'm not the only one into gangbangs. Remember last time I was like, gangbang cream pies. <laughs> see, cream pies, I just, I, I don't know, I just, I feel like that's a little just I'll watch it if it's involved in one of my categories, but sometimes it's like, it's it just so white. How does it get so white? <laughs> like, you've never seen some of them where it's just like... Are you talking like some... multiple ones? Like a girl's getting multiple or just like one? I don't know. There's one oh, rice cum. And again, it's just like, it's like a man's cum. And I'm like, I've never seen a girl ejaculate so like, I don't think it's called ejaculating, so but it's just so white. And I'm just like... What the fuck happened? The first time I saw it, I was totally freaked out. I was like, is something wrong? Is that supposed to happen? But, I mean, it's cool. Yeah. I, I guess know. it provides for a lot of lubricant. So, I mean, <laughs> whatever floats your I've never, like, looked at it fully to be like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> there was uh, actually this one guy no, that was into that, though. There was one guy that I used to fuck around with. He was all into, like seeing pictures of like girls creaming on dicks when it was like really white too i was like the same way i was like whoa like, how does, I'm, I'm just curious to know how that happens i just like my whole thought process is like especially when you watch like threesomes and stuff and like there's like it's girl on or girl girl boy or whatever and like the girl's down there and then all of a sudden she starts like creaming like that i'm just like i don't know if i want to continue down there while that's happening. You know? But like, what if she looks like, what if she's like not even lubricated fun. enough like in a porn? I hate when they spit because the girl's not yeah. even that excited. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not a spitter. <laughs> like I hate that shit when anybody spits and I'm like really Me too. The worst is like um like I like hardcore sex, you know? But a lot of like What do you consider hardcore sex? Like bondage kind of thing? Oh yeah, like I'm totally into that. Yeah. Love that. Like Dominatrix. I'm totally into like the sub dom type of relationship. Completely love that. And just with the female as a dom or the male or both? Um, you watch both? I would do Where she shows for like me, her personally, I would rather possessed. be the submissive <laughs> just because I feel like in my natural life, like that's I'm an alpha, you know what I mean? I've had multiple. That's how I feel too. That's why I'm all submissive in the bedroom. Yeah. And then like and I'm had... like, why the fuck would you want to be? <laughs> it's so weird to me because I guess that's where I'm like very gender. Whatever the word is. Like you should want to be submissive. Because in the I'm bedroom. all I'm a female. You know, exactly. I actually shared like a meme like that on my Instagram because I feel like I have. I'm an Aries, and I, I oh, don't really too. look into it, yeah. yeah so it's like bitches. that hedge shit. <laughs> pretty much. Me too. So it's like, I'm just hot-headed, you know? If yeah. I set my mind on something, I get criticism that I don't like, I don't take it too well. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like... March 31st? Nah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, that's yeah. my birthday. You're lying. No, March 31st. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say somebody else's birthday for one other person. So now we know what we're doing. I'm Oh, that's so crazy. best ever. Awesome. Yeah, that's the best Aries right there. And I know you're hot-headed because so am I. And that's how it is. So, like, I'm super alpha when it comes to, like, 
being in everyday life. And I feel like that's like comes a lot from being with a single mom at a young age. You know, I, I had my son at 18. So, you know, I was a single mom at a, at a young age and just all I had to do is provide for me and him. So it's just like... Like natural? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's natural for me to be dominant. So, I mean... In the bedroom, I don't like to be completely dominant. However, that's that's how I feel too. I initiate some shit a lot of times. Yeah, but I feel like I, I have really to. Definitely like, should take over. I do know? not like being turned down though. Oh, yeah, I, I hate being shit, rejected. Oh, and you, <laughs> dude, that's, that's so it. fucking frustrating. Because I straight yes. want to pull out my vibrator in front of you and be like, "Fine, bitch." <laughs> and don't touch <laughs> me while I'm doing this. Don't even look at me. Turn yeah, around. exactly. <laughs> like. Yeah, oh. dude. That's the worst. I used to get that a lot with my ex, and he used to just be like, oh, I just, I'm not in the mood to have sex, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, like, I feel like a lot of that, too, as like a woman, you look at that, and when you get the rejection, you just kind of look at yourself, and you're like, like, am I not good enough? Like, what's wrong with me? You know what I mean? Are they not attractive? Yeah, there's always insecurities that, that are going to be involved, for sure. But yeah. for me, it's like, fuck you, I'm not going to do it. Exactly. That's <laughs> yes, how I feel, too. Yes. I'm just like, well, fuck you then. When you want to have sex, I'm not fucking you. How about that? Or like, and then I jump in the shower, the watch some porn, get myself off. Exactly. That's what I do. Jump in the shower first? Sometimes I do. It's weird. I like, like, oh, it's so weird. Now that we're getting into, like, masturbation, I like how the water fills on my nipples kind of thing, and then when I step out, they're already hard, and then it's easier for me to play. It's weird, but I, I just, like it. I just do it in the shower, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I have too. It's like, free time, like, so I'm, like, come? in the shower. <laughs> have you ever come in the shower, though? Do you feel lightheaded afterwards? If it's, always. like, a warm shower? Yeah, always. <laughs> I've totally yeah. done that. <laughs> so do you take a toy in the shower? Yeah, because I have a... Uh, so I have a vibrator that just is like it's just batteries. So it can go. In, it's like a water, non-water one. So I can use it. I want to go and invest in a. I believe it's a, like a Hitachi again because those are lots of fun. Love I've never things. heard of it. Uh, it's just like you know the porn vibrators. Big, the big ones that you, they're not big, but like you can get them. Big. <laughs> Come on, no. they look like massagers, they're not like dicks or anything. They're just like they have the like uh, low, medium, high, and they have like a ball at the top and it vibrates. A lot of people think that they're massagers, but they probably are. But a lot of people use them as <laughs> they probably are. They massage your yeah. I mean, they, have, they sell them on like, I mean, massage me, so, like all these are back massages and shit, but you know what I mean? Like they sell them on Adam and Eve and shit like that. That's what I need. Mean. <laughs> But they have, like, plug-in ones, you know? Or they have those ones that you can, like, set on the edge of your toe, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A suction one? A suction one. I know this guy actually has, like, a butt machine, which is actually pretty cool. Like, yeah, like, the ones that you set up and set, like, a dildo on and, like... So, yeah, it's all to fuck girls. Well... Have you had sex with a stand and some wood stuff? I have not. Okay, so... Sex game is weak. Not yet. Because no. I have this machine that hold on. I've definitely seen him have sex though, because he does like videos. Yeah, well, he's a, a photographer, so he does like bed. What is it? Bedwar. Oh photography. yeah, yeah, Bedwar. Yeah. yeah, photography. And he was like, I'm having sex. And so he photography. <laughs> well, he does videos with like you know, like he the, sleeps the, with the models. Like, and the picture, the the picture I showed you earlier. That's a bedwar picture. That's like, hey. There she is in her lingerie, Here's but here, for you here, no, I'm like suicide that. girl photos is what yeah. he does. You know what I mean? Okay. Like new to like, you know. And then he also does videos that he, you know, oh, that's really cool. You know, Chris actually got so. one of the photographers from the Suicide Girls like following him on Instagram. I don't know how. 
But yeah. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about that. So, like, like, imagine a show. career like that, though. I mean, all you're really doing is just, you know, putting these bitches that are pretty, like, and, okay, I want you right here, like this. Like, yeah, right there. Good it's shot. Awesome. You know a lot what I mean? Their yeah. photographers are actually women because I follow suicide girls. They're awesome. I love that yeah. group. It's one of my They're favorite really groups. Dope. I like them because they just, they post diversity. You know what I mean? Do you go they to the have, shows? like, every kind of size and I wanted to go shape to one and of color. They're really everything. dope. Oh, yeah, my sister. Shows. Yes, yeah, me and my sister so go to the to burlesque. You. So you never been to one I've of the shows? I've never been. Oh, I've gosh, always wanted to go because so cool. they come, do come into Tucson, so I've always wanted to go because yeah. I love the suicide They tend to come like around November and yeah. uh, my sister's birthday is in November, so we've gone, I think we've gone twice to see them. I really like, uh, they do the, they do a dance to that song uh, Closer by Nine Inch Nails mm -hmm. and that's really dope. That's like one of their best and then they did a, oh, what's that song by The Weeknd? The one that came out on the 50 Shades. Oh, I know what you're talking about there. Yes, but I can't remember the fucking name. I'm not That's good so weird. Stage, but I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they did that song. I'm gonna find it. <laughs> Put it in the background. Oh, earned the it. Earned it. Remember that? Yes. Song? Earned it. Yeah. Yes. They did a. They did one to a earned it too, and that was really dope. So they have really good shows. I love burlesque. And yeah. It's really dope. It's not bad. I think it's probably a good place to take a little music break. Yeah. Sounds about right. So what we're gonna go ahead and do right now is drop off some dope ass music for you to listen to.
Thank you again for tuning in to Volume 40 of Hush. We're going to go ahead and jump into the hot topic of discussion today, and that is dry spells. Have you had it? That was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> one of them, yeah. We have several. I think the highest dry spell I went with was seven months. I mean, I went like a year without having sex, but that was because yeah. I was, you know, I had had a boyfriend for a long time and I was in that phase of like, I didn't really know if I wanted to jump on every dick that I saw or not, mm-hmm. you know, still kind of waiting for someone that was like going to sweep me off my feet. So there was definitely like a year between having sex, but in a relationship, how long have you gone? In a relationship without sex? Yeah. Man, I think... I'm honestly going to say two weeks. It's stupid, I know, but like, well, no, because getting pregnant, that, okay, so if you're weighing him, like, getting pregnant, obviously, like, toward the end of the pregnancy, we went, like, about... Dude, I fucked all the time when I was pregnant. Even the I first didn't time with around. This one. I think I told you guys, like, first time around, I wasn't in a relationship fully, and, like, nobody cared that I was pregnant. Hell no, everybody wants to have sex with the pregnant woman. Yeah, she's yeah. already knocked out. Deed's done. Duh. <laughs> Can't get me pregnant again. You know? Exactly. With this pregnancy, this last one, I was, like, getting sciatic nerve pain, so shit was just uncomfortable. It was really uncomfortable. And I'd be like, give it to me still. <laughs> I'm just going to lay on my side. <laughs> That's honestly, like, the position that we had to, like... That we had to conform to. It's just like I, I'll lay on my side because I can't do too much yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. So like, if we're talking like this relationship with Chris, I think the longest is probably about a month and a half, maybe two months, and that's kind of a long time. Well, that to me is a long time, like living together with somebody. So we went quite a bit without sex, but it was honestly like me feeling uncomfortable and then I even opened up too and I told you like I think that I'm having like a low sex drive and it's weird because I'm not like that I love porn I love to fuck so when I'm not like so like what do you think is causing that because I'm like a low sex drive for me what it was well I was big for one so it's like okay I can't do as many positions it's kind of depressing what do you mean like I was pregnant just in general I'm not (laughs) pregnant and uh I'm I was pregnant, so to me, it was like an insecurity because I felt like I couldn't really maneuver my body the way I wanted to without getting, like I told you, like the sciatic nerve pain and shit that would shoot like all the way from like my butt down to like my feet. You know what I mean? Like it was just like a pain. So that's uncomfortable shit. Like, you know, I think that had a lot to do with it was just my own mentality behind it. Like, I don't feel sexy. I'm not going to act sexy. Like, I'm just tired all the time. And then that's kind of... Another thing too, I had gestational diabetes, and one of the um, one of the symptoms that they say is fatigue, like extreme fatigue. I was just tired, like throughout this whole pregnancy. The first pregnancy with Alyssa, we fucked like all the time, all the way up until about a week before I went into labor. So, see, and I was, see I there's differences. The day before, <laughs> you're like, I'm ready. <laughs> well, I was like, let's get this baby. Contractions. Out. I mean, you, know what, you know what sex does, right? Um, yeah, so for me, though, I am seriously, too, like, just ridiculous. Maybe, like, a month. In a relationship? Yeah. What about when you were pregnant? No. No, I had to told you. I had sex all the with time. With both pregnancies? And fucking in my second pregnancy, I was, like, fucking myself all the time. Because <laughs> I just wanted to have sex all the time. <laughs> Remember I told you that time? <laughs> when I was pregnant and I'm finishing up school at the U of A? 
and I was horny all the time, like a lot more in the first pregnancy, that <laughs> we talked about like random places to masturbate, and I was like so horny that like I did <coughs> in the bathroom. In the bathroom. I remember that at the library. <laughs> this is so bad, <laughs> but I really need to see porn right now. I need to get off before I get home, <laughs> and right. then get some when you get home anyway, because that's how it was with me and him. But that was really weird. Yeah, I just get it whenever I want. That was really weird. Yeah, I mean, I told you, I got it like five, five out of seven days this week. It's really nice. Only this week, though. Yeah, only this week. <laughs> It'll probably go down to what? It, what do you do average? Like when you're living with somebody, have you lived with somebody? Like, I think it changes when you live with somebody. I feel like it does. Yeah. It goes. Less, huh? Less, which is weird because, like, oh my god, I live with you. Let's have sex every night. Unless right? you get in little spots where you, like, fucking, because I, we used to fuck, like, three or four times in a day. And I'm like, hey, I could still do that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was when me and Chris got together when I was 19, when we first got together. It was, like, three or four times, like, each night that we got together. And it was mostly the weekends, because I was in school and working, and then he was working. So the weekends was, like, our time. Now that we're actually, like, two kids in, living with each other, and then, you know, the history between us, re like, rekindling shit after, you know, <coughs> everything that happened in our past. It's weird, like, you would think that we would be having more sex, but I feel like the same. It, it's kind of declines here and there, especially with kids, like... I have to make sure that, like, our youngest, who's only, like, three months, like, okay, she's, like, asleep where the point is, like, if we move this bed, she's going to stay asleep. That's the easiest time to have sex when they're three months. You think so? When yeah. She's asleep, Are you yeah. kidding me? Wait <laughs> until they're both fucking running around. And you're like, oh, my God. Well, listen, And, like, like mid, chill, right when you start getting into it, and you're like, okay, we're about to have sex. This is going to happen. And then all of a sudden you hear... Knocking on the door. Bitch. <laughs> Mommy, what are you doing? Mommy, Mommy, I want to hug. What? I love you. Yeah, I want to kiss. I love you. Oh, I want to hug. That's on my oldest. Leave me the fuck it's funny. Like we have to like close our doors and then we tell her because we have a door that leads into the restroom. So if you go into the restroom, it'll lead into like our room from the hallway, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so we have to close the doors to the restroom, close our door, and we always tell her that we're changing clothes. <laughs> we come on the same shit, but she never says anything. But I know she's not stupid. She's six, and she's like. Mm, Okay. <laughs> Hold on, don't come in here. I'm changing. So does that? Does she never see you naked? Is that what you're saying? No, she has. She okay, has. so then how does that stop her? Because she's like, Mom, I saw you naked earlier. This is weird. I don't know. It's what? weird. Once the doors close, it's like she. I knows. feel like they, my son kind of already knows what should be happening. You just be like, oh, okay. He already knew what sex was. I was like, how the hell do you know what sex is? He's like, YouTube. I was like, oh, okay, fuck. Oh YouTube. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> kids and you know uh she's seven so a classmate around seven um another classmate pushed her into the bathroom and like was trying to undress her and stuff you know inappropriate for sure and i'm like god damn seven years old are you kidding me like i can't couldn't no, even i would fucking lose it for sure so it's crazy but yeah i want to say i was in third grade so my kid's in second grade i was in third no, I think I was in fourth grade the ever time I the first time I ever did sex ed. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was fourth grade and then fifth grade. Yeah, probably. I think I remember that too. And then a lot in middle school. I think throughout middle school, I had 
the health class, you know, that went over sex education. But I feel like, I feel like these days, they need to, I feel like sex ed needs to be way more involved in children's lives. Yeah, we totally you know talked I mean? about that. I really do feel that. You feel that they're more, like, abstinence-geared, and you know damn well yep. that they're going to be you wanting to have sex. You know what I'm saying? Sex. Like, you can't yeah. preach no sex because you know it's going to happen. You do it, so how are you going to tell your child that they can't do it? Yeah, yeah. That, and that's where I feel like we were so fucking, I feel like people were fucked from the get-go, because yeah. you're, you're, you're told don't have sex, don't have sex, and for the longest time, I definitely had it in my mind where I was like, I don't have sex, right, until yeah. I get married, yeah. and I mean, I kind of get it, right, because you're supposed to save yourself for somebody who is, like, worthy of it, but when you're young, you just want to have sex like everybody else is having sex, yeah. like, that's really yeah. what is going on, I think it's, it's not because it's a personal, like, ooh, I want to have sex because I'm fucking horny all the time, especially, I don't think girls feel that way at that time, no, yeah. it's really like my, my friend had sex, and I want to have sex now, Yeah. like... So it's I like feel a like a pressure thing, you know, like a, oh, I'm cool now type of thing. Like yeah, I think it needs to be driven of like, this is how we have safe sex. Because exactly. I bring so many people on the show and I ask them about the first time if they used a condom or not. And the majority yeah. of them did not. Mm-hmm. Or even now. I feel like because a lot of people just don't know about safe sex, you know what I mean? But like, I feel like you just, you kind of have to practice safe sex. Yeah. Because it mean, sucks. I was in a lot of relationships where I didn't and shit happens, you know what I mean? So you just yeah, you never know like what the other person is doing. Like especially exactly. like in my past situation, like you were cheating on me. So who who even knows, right? What actually went on? Like I've been tested. I you know I go and get tested frequently mm-hmm. actually because I'm like I don't ever want to get anything. This is my thing. Like I want to be clean. So if I'm only with one person, obviously I'm not going to be getting tested as much. But phew, bitch, you better be being good. <laughs> like, uh, that's ridiculous. You know, you didn't even answer the dry, the dry spell question. Oh, <laughs> we just totally skipped over that. Um, I would say probably like a year. Yeah. And the reason for that is just like I was single and I just kind of like, I was like dating around for a while and then I just kind of was like over it. You know what I mean? Just kind of done. What about in and a relationship? In a relationship? Well... And would you cheat if you didn't get sex? I'm 31. I don't cheat anymore. Oh, okay. um, I feel Growing. like the longest <laughs> that I went into a relationship was like I've only ever cheated like once. Months. Yeah, and no, I don't. I don't cheat. I'm not a cheater because the only reason that I don't cheat is because I've done it like when I was younger. And the thing is, is any kind of real actual relationship commitment that I've been in, I've always been cheated on in every single last one. So I won't cheat because I know how that feels, you know what I mean? If it comes to a point where I'm so out of the relationship and I get to a point where I feel like I want to be with somebody else or I want to cheat or I'm going to go out and do that, then at that point, to me, my, our, my relationship with that person is done. Right. Done. I agree. Like, I just I just don't do it because for me, that just takes too much time and I just don't have time for that shit. I don't understand how people like juggle, like, four or five different women or men at a time, like... I would get confused with names, personally. <laughs> or, like, Texas and conversations, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, there's only a certain limit I feel like you can juggle. But I am a firm believer in the fact that, like, you know, humanity is not technically meant to be with an individual person for their for their entire life. Yeah, that's why we all have high numbers already. Exactly, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I don't feel like... You get a lot of these people nowadays who are, like, getting married so young and then just getting divorced. 
yeah, because you don't get to experience the world, you know what I mean? You don't get to find yourself, and I think that's what a lot of the issues is, is people don't get to, like, know who they are personally. They always want to be in a relationship, because that's what's glorified, you know what I mean? But I just don't feel like, like humanity was meant to be with an individual person for the remaining of their life. So when you look back at, like, past generations where marriage was, like, what women had to aspire to do, have kids, get married maintain the household kind of thing the 50s kind of image um and how they looked at sex basically uh with one person that was like what their aspiration was mm -hmm. do you what do you feel about that i feel like that's part of the reason that's wrong with like with like girls nowadays is they feel like it's very it's like a sh like a shame for women to explore their sexuality and get to know like who they are and i feel like that's wrong you know what i mean it's wrong for you to tell a man that, oh, you can go out and explore sexuality, but, like, a girl should stay pure to, like, themselves, you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's wrong to teach people because we're all human beings and we should all be able to, like, know how it is to be, to be stimulated sexually. That's just a part of life. Like, you're not going to get through life without having sex. That's how the world keeps going, is through sex. So why teach a woman, you know, that she should be complacent or not have sex or be or wait for the right person and not teach a man that, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't like that at all. And then talking about waiting for the right person, so I think that's also how I was brought up as well, like, don't give it up unless they're worth it. Do you feel like that's what yeah. we tell a lot of, a lot of females yeah. these days? Like, yeah, because we, we make it seem like women's virginity is way more precious than a man's is, you know what I mean? And I feel that that's wrong too, because then you're telling a man that it's nothing for them to give away something that makes them pure. You know, because that's that shouldn't be the case. They should hold that just as like on a mantle as like a woman's virginity is held. You know what I mean? That's how I feel. But I don't think that you should look at it. I feel like people are uneducated about the woman anatomy, and that's what like stimulates that mentality. You know what I mean? I think we are just holding on to a lot of different morals that are mm -hmm. from fucking forever ago. Correct. Because like, let's be real. <laughs> Back in the day, sure, there were only 50 of us. I'm going to fucking work on this, and I'm going to make it work, because uh, the other 48 people are married, and I'm married to your ass, so we're going to make this work. Yeah. Why the fuck am I going to sit here and put up with bullshit from some dude when I shouldn't be? Exactly. And I've thought about it, and the majority of the reason that I did for so long, or I have put up with people, is because I've always been told you work on it. Mm-hmm. You make things work, you, you do stay. better, you stay. And that's also what I want to bring up, too. So back in the day, you know, like, shit could be happening where the guy was fucking, multi like, his secretary or some shit, and the girl's still like there. Like, madman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, taking care of the house, catering to the man, even though he's out here, like the way you said, because of that mentality where it's like, what he, his virginity isn't even pure, it doesn't matter. He could have who he wants, you mm -hmm. know? And then the double standards in society. So do you feel now when we look at today's generation, like you said, that a lot of uh, people go through divorce because they got into it so young, uh, compared to back then when they would just stick it out? What are your views on that? I feel like social media has lots of play into that, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot easier for people to find people nowadays to do whatever they want to. And, and I feel like... <sighs> I feel like nowadays it's like the generation of women and people don't like that, you know what I mean? I feel like nowadays like you have like the slut rallies, you know what I mean, that mm -hmm. Amber Rose hosts and stuff like that. And things Or like the Me Too era. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. I the think Me, Too, Me Too, era Too era is good. I just wish people were doing that forever. 
Correct. And I just feel like nowadays, like a lot of, I feel like a lot of, a lot of days, a lot of women are noticing that it's not, like it's okay for women not to aspire to have children. You know what I mean? It's okay for women to put their career first and not to ever want children. Like it's okay for us to not want children. We don't have to have children. It's not gonna, for some people that doesn't, for some women that doesn't mean that their life is fulfilled by having children. For others, you know, having children might be what fulfills them in life. You know what I mean? So I feel like nowadays, um, that I'll be one of the first people to say, like, I always thought it weird was weird when people said they didn't want kids. Correct. No, yeah. But I totally understand too, like, these are annoying little kids, man. Yeah, I mean like having kids, like sometimes you're just like, fuck, like you completely give like your freedom is no longer yours. Like when your parents tell you that they no longer have freedom, they're not trying to make you feel like bad. It's just the truth. Like as a parent, you no longer have a freedom of your own. You know what I mean? Your your life consists of your child, and you put them first no matter what. But I also feel like, like how I said, it's just, um, I feel like nowadays a lot of people, a lot of women are starting to feel, like, empowered, you know? And if you look back, like, way back to, like, you know, like, I don't know, like, Roman times and shit like that, people were fucking everybody. Like, there's no shame in it, you know what I mean? And then religion came along and told you, like, Oh no, don't do, that. don't do that. That's wrong. You know what I mean? You gotta get married. A wife is the keeper to a man, like you were made from the rib, you know, all this, like you keep a man, blah blah blah. But I feel like in its own, like men would be nothing without women, and that's true. Because the world would be nothing without us. Yeah. Because a man's <laughs> not gonna have a baby but with themselves. Who are you gonna have a baby with? Pussy makes the world go. Exactly. Out. <laughs> and you know what I'm sorry to say, but who takes care of children? Who raised children ninety nine percent of the time? A woman does so really like oh we should be held to a higher standard than what we are so, so deep i know so, man. <laughs> well, we had one of our guests come on and she uh <laughs> she said that her boyfriend always said that when she came here he always said like oh are you going to like your female empowerment hour <laughs> Like, hey, if the podcast does that for you. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not a man-hater. Like, nothing at all. I feel like we should all be treated equally, 100%, you know what I mean, in all aspects. But I just feel like it's not looked at the same. Like, I don't feel like marriage is held to the same standard as it was back in, like, the 1940s and the 60s and 70s. So know? when you see, like, the divorce rate higher, like, oh, she divorced or, oh, she separated, do you feel like, oh, well, my mom never did that or something? Two so out of two. Two out of two here. I'm yeah. about to be get divorced. And I'm divorced. You got divorced. <laughs> yeah. so. My thing is, my Stats. mom was married once. It was a horrible marriage. She got divorced. You know, a lot of her relationships were not healthy relationships. So I feel like me seeing that and like seeing how she was treated in the relationship she was in, like I'd rather just not be married. I don't want to deal with that. You know what I mean? A lot of the people I know who are married are divorced, or their relationship their marriage is just not what it should be and are in the process of getting a divorce. So I'm just like, I don't want to have to deal with that. Remember, that's kind of what I told Kendra because uh, we talked about like if we would ever remarry. And yeah. I'm like, no, I don't want to remarry. But Kendra's like, well, if you love the person, I'm like, uh, for me, I'm like torn about it. I'm like, probably wouldn't because I've already been through it, you know, and I've already divorced. But it's yeah. like, uh, but my thing is, is why can't you just love the person and not get married? Because come with marriage, like, my whole thing is I think about it like this. If I get married, that means everything I do is now everything you do, and everything you do is now everything I do. And if we get divorced, I have to go through the process of separating all that and dealing with what happened in our relationship. 
where if we're just together for years without being married, if something happens and you go your separate ways, we go our separate ways. <laughs> That's kind of how I see it. <laughs> like, I'm not about to sit here and spend what, hundreds of thousands Thousand. of dollars getting a divorce. Yeah. I don't even want to spend $300. I'm so That's sorry. what I'm saying. You know, I just want to be done with it. Cost it. Me like, with it. It cost me 2500 just to reserve my lawyer for the divorce. Yes. Yeah, that was starting. That was the down payment. I was like, oh, this shit's pricey. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not I don't want to feel like, like uh, a person that doesn't believe in love either. Because I get what you're saying too, Kendra. I get that completely. Like, mm -hmm. if you love that person and you want to release, you know, everything that you have to also, this person. Also, like, what if you, you know? didn't do it right the first time and then you, like, know everything that you want to do? And you're like, I'm down. Is it like, so my question is, is it like the marriage thing that gets you guys? Or is it just like, or is it, is a lot of people, like, do it for a ceremony. And that's what I feel like nowadays is a lot of people look forward to, like, having, like, like, the fact of being married is what, like, everybody wants to accomplish. So they just jump into a marriage, you know what I mean? Not realizing what's behind it. Yeah, because like, it just sounds yeah. good, you know, like, let's get married, you know, like, let's let's do a family because that's what you're, like, trained to do is have a family. But you can have a family and not be married. You can love somebody and be with somebody and have a family but not be married, you know what I mean? Like, is it... I don't, I don't know. I feel like for like some people, it's maybe like a security thing. We didn't have ceremonies, either of us. No, we did. Time. We did court. So, kind of hard for us to answer that. Yeah. I didn't have a ceremony, ceremony, but... I know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what would be your thought about, like, just having a ceremony, but not, like... Because I always thought, I mean, like, that, I would, why don't you have just, like, why don't you have these, like, commitment ceremonies? You know, like, you have a bunch of friends get together, you do, like, a ceremony-type, like, party-type of thing. But you don't and you sign in people in front of people, like, showing that you're... Because that's really what you minus want. Minus the marriage license. But yeah, minus the saying. marriage license. Like, it's a commitment ceremony. Like, you, you made your vows in front of all... I'm, I'll tell you right now, I'm not a religious person, so I don't yeah. see, like, I don't need to make my vows in front of God. I just don't believe in that. I'm not a religious person. But I feel like if you do that in front of your friends and family, that's what it's about, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're, you're showing that's your That's all you want anyway. Exactly. Potluck afterwards, I don't even care. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> having a potluck. Everybody else bring you some food. I'll look good. I said, I loved you in front of this person, and I showed everybody I'm with that I love you, but I don't need a marriage certificate to prove somebody... That I love you. That's I think I that just before, be like in our invitations will say our marriage, quote unquote, <laughs> right? <laughs> or just like our commitment or our vow ceremony. Welcome to our marriage, yeah. <laughs> quote unquote. I think uh, like what you said uh, earlier has a lot to do with how I grew up. So the aspiration part mm -hmm. was like how women had to be that way, but it was so weird because. Uh, I told you that I'm very, I'm very ambitious, very driven, okay. I'm very hot-headed too. Which I think too. we need to talk about more. Like, have about you even me? told the podcast about your little article that got published? Oh no! Published so, I'm, like I said, like I'm very you know, critical this even too. She doesn't even like put herself out there. <laughs> I really She's don't. Like, oh. Okay, well, let me just drop a little bit about myself so you get to see the ambitious side. So my mom was a teen mom, and I got to go back to this because statistics should say that I should have followed the same path. Like, I only had, supposedly from this professor at the U of A, a 2% chance of graduating, but I got my degree anyway, you know? <coughs> so my mom was a teen mom. She already had two, she had my two older brothers by the time she was 17. My dad came into the picture, and then they got married, and then she had uh, me and my sister. So my brothers were dropouts. They didn't have father figures, except for my dad, but that's still, I, I felt like it didn't really sealed like the empty void for them because they didn't have their actual dads 
And I, I'm not making excuses for them. They made their own shit. You know, they didn't always follow good paths, basically. They dropped out, so I ended up being the first to graduate from my mother's children. And then not only that, because I didn't think I was going to graduate anyway. I wanted to drop out, too. <laughs> I just, I fucking hated high school. And then uh, after that, I went to the U of A. And then I was told by this professor when I was there, because I got pregnant, like, my last, my last year there. Like, oh, your chances of getting your degree are only, like, 2%. So I still ended up getting a degree. By that time, I was married to Chris already. So I met him when I was 19, like, right in the middle of college. I was actually I was actually a sophomore in college. I met him then. We were already engaged by the time I was 20. I was pregnant by the time I was 21, like, the end of 21. So I got to, like, party that whole time. And then had Alyssa when I was 22. We divorced by 23 because Chris cheated. And so that's not a secret. We talk about that a lot. And then we went our separate ways. And I guess during that time, that's when I started to publish my own ebook. I uh, What is your ebook about? My ebook is about the poetry from my divorce, actually. So if you look it up, it's actual poems that I used to fill up. So one of the things that my lawyer told me was that even though it was a short marriage, because our relationship itself was almost like four years, but the marriage itself was only like a year. Um, by the time we decided that we were gonna divorce. And um, at, in the beginning, I put a lot of blame on him, you know? But I feel like there were some things that, you know, I wasn't quite honest about either. And I brought that up too, that I was already, I had a feeling that he was fucking somebody else or going to. So I started to, you know, make online profiles and chat with people. So I wasn't really, like, perfect either. So we've had, like, a rough kind of patch with our with our shit. During that time, though, uh, the lawyer told me to be using, like, a journal to write my feelings and shit like that. Because she said divorce is kind of a rough time. And it, it can be. I don't feel like it's the end of the world. But I can see, like, when you have that aspiration, like, the way that I grew up, like, my family... My mom and dad have now been married like 30 years, so in my mind, it's like, oh, I need to have that. I need to be like, you know, the domesticated mother. And But at the same time, like, I think that my background of being so ambitious, like, I want to get shit done still. And I don't feel like being a mother should stop me from doing that, as selfish as it sounds. Like, I feel like you can't lose your individual individuality, you know? That so, bitch was trying to keep you from posting <laughs> shit on social media. She was like, you write that in a journal. Make sure it's a paper copy, right? Uh, maybe she did, but I felt like that was actually, like, one of the best advice I got. See, because this journal, I used to work at this call center that fucking made me miserable. And one of my coworkers, he read it, and it was like, you should publish this. So I spent, like, five or six months learning how to publish an ebook, And so I published my own ebook, And then after that, I, like... Didn't really get into blogging until recently. I learned how to use, like, websites, though. So, like, our website for Hush. I even learned how to... I had published articles, too, actually, after uh, after a divorce. I published, like, five, five articles for the Arizona Daily Star. So it was just, like, keep going, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to let this shit bring me down, you know? And that's always kind of been my mentality. Even now, like, rekindling shit back with Chris. Uh, we waited, what, like, three years? Or four years. Like three years. I had to do like a mental thing. <laughs> three years after we divorced, we decided to try to work shit out. Because at this time, I had been doing like my own little projects and shit like that. And then I also went to like a whole phase. It was like everything. Blended into everything. 
And so, like, now here we are. Becca You're like, I'm trying fight. to be done being a hoe. <laughs> I thought I was, but I don't know. Because it's funny, like, when me and him were talking again, I was still, like, fucking different people. Like, I told you, one of those points where it was, like, a 24-hour difference between two different guys, you know? And I was like, man, that's, like, the fastest turnaround time. Huh. It was bad. <laughs> so, but at the same time, I didn't feel like that was what drove me. You know, it was always like, no. A lot of stuff that I don't talk about but that he told me was kind of belittling to me when we divorced was like how would I uh, do shit without him in my life you know so mm -hmm. that was like the motivation to go and do this I shit I got that too you know? and it was like do I wait <laughs> you have no idea and that was one of the things that I think was like an eye opener because I eventually ended up showing like my inbox and I'm like bitch you really think nobody hits me up <laughs> like yeah seriously true <laughs> And it's just taken me to be like, oh, because I've told you before, too, like, I was that other woman before. So when you do that, people think you always do that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm also, I have all kinds of people that used to hit me up just thinking I was going to fuck around, period. Or then people that heard I was in an open relationship and would hit me up, or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was just like an eye-opener when I was like, oh, go ahead and look at this. Yeah. Because it's not just like, I see, oh. like <laughs> that that same mentality though where it's like oh well, what are you gonna do without me you can't live without me kind of thing that's kind of what's driven me now like me and him are in a really good spot right now so i'm not bashing him on anything but what he did was i think that uh he inspired me to keep going like he motivated me it, you take that negative energy you know and then like you turn into shit that's positive right. so one of the things that i told him when i was pregnant is like i'm not gonna stop writing so i just wrote like an article while I was pregnant, this second pregnancy, and I think it's had 1,700 reads already. And then I started a blog, and people in Canada and China and India were actually looking at my blog. And it was like about uh, kind of what we talk about on the podcast. Mine was more like about sexuality versus religion, because there was a lot of religious aspects in my life. But I feel like I kind of strayed away from that when I became more sexual. So it's like this, I don't know. You have links to all this on the website? I do. Well, no, not on ours. I was going to say, come on, we know. <laughs> should I post it up? Yeah, I feel like that's weird, up. though. I feel like I don't want to flood our podcast. I mean, it's a podcast. way for our listeners to interact with you other ways. And, mm -hmm. like, they get to listen to us here, which is cool. It's like, a, you know, but we all sit here and talk, and I get high, and we drink, and, you know, whatever. <laughs> and that's more of, like, a intellectual version of you, I'm sure. Yeah, point. it you know is. I mean? It's like uh, going to, to school and getting the journalism degree. It was like, well, I might as well do something with this because that was a lot of closed doors for me. A it little bit of better. depression. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. I felt like I have all this ambition that even like the shit between me and him or what he said back in the day, it empowered me, you know, and that's yeah. kind of why I decided to do this podcast, actually. And then you can be like, you came back. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, but then I feel like... Pineapple, don't forget. <laughs> me going back to Chris and working it out, though, I feel like that was, like, for me, because I'm more like this, like, I, I did it without him, you know, and I had this whole fucking mindset, you know, that it was kind of like a little bit of, like, okay, I really feel like he's being sincere and genuine this time. Let's see, like, the way you said, like, let's see what we didn't do the first time, and let's see if we could do it this time. And that's kind of how my mentality is. But I also felt like, was I weakening myself? Because I'm just so fucking, like, determined. Like, you, I, I don't know how to say it. I just had this, like, 
this like urge for independence and like I need to be doing shit constantly like projects and pushing myself forward into shit you know Mm -hmm. like the blog this podcast like that I just kind of felt like with me getting back with him what was the criticism gonna be you know but I feel like honestly the second time around has been way better than the first time yeah but I still haven't lost myself I feel I think that's a big thing that you shouldn't do. You know, like, give up friendships. And actually, I wanted to talk about that, too. So, like, outside sources in relationships, what do you honestly feel about that? Like, if your partner says that they're not comfortable with you hanging around a certain person, and I'm not just saying this out of experience, uh, but just in general, I want to know, what are your opinions? If they say, don't hang out with this person, so you give up a friendship completely. Well, I don't even think it's about them necessarily saying, don't hang out with this person. It could be, like, your friend doesn't want to hang out with that person. Or, you know what I mean? Like, they don't want to hang out with your significant other, so the only time you can chill is alone. And then, obviously, if they're saying don't hang out with that person, that's, like, an insecurity thing. (laughs) Which is something I didn't really realize until much later. But I think if somebody is telling you, like, not to hang out with someone, what is the... I need to know the reason. Like, let's say it's, like, the same sex, but it was just, like, a chick that he knew had, like, a past, you know, that he was very fond of. Had a past, like, what? Like, promiscuity. Like, she was promiscuous. She was sleeping around, so now your dude thinks that you're going to do the same thing as your friend. Huh. Um, I think they're dumb, first (laughs) of all, because you should know your partner, right, and know, like, how they're going to be and stuff. We have friends for different reasons. You could be my friend because you're the hoe and I like I want to see that aspect of life and it's interesting <laughs> and we're able to talk about it and you know that's something we click on. It doesn't mean that I'm necessarily going to be the person that goes out and does that same shit. I used to hang out all the time with a girl that used to like fucking blow everyone and I was literally like I just don't get it. It didn't mean <laughs> that all of a sudden I was going to start blowing everybody like you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> what about um, like I don't want to call them outside sources, but I guess that's what you could call them. Like your friends, for instance, weighing in on your relationship. I guess I really want to take it there. Like, what do you feel when you're with somebody and your friend tells you, you know, certain things like you shouldn't be with this person anymore? I do think it causes problems, obviously. But at the same time, like, I always want to know honest. I want to know exactly what you're thinking. Like... And that's what bothered I think we've talked about that before. Like, I lost a lot of friends because they were afraid to tell me stuff in my past. And, like, that's unfortunate. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because I want to know, like, yeah, I'm going to be upset, but why would I be upset about you for telling me some shit? So, I don't know. I think I have friends, though, too, that the same thing, like, have even told me, like, you know like oh that person's toxic for you shit like that well yeah well they've told me that or me telling them that someone is toxic for them is just too much because that's not something they're looking for and they're not interested in hearing that you know what I mean and it's like Mm -hmm. I mean I hear you then tell me that you're not interested in any you know feedback just venting or whatever you know what I mean so because I'm going to tell you if I think someone's an asshole I'm going to be like I think they're an asshole Plain and simple. I'm not going to fucking sugarcoat it. Code it. I give everybody a fair try. I think I've talked about that before. I will root for you until you prove me otherwise. And then once you've proven me otherwise, like, fuck you. Unless I can actually see some changes, I don't... I'm never back on your side. 
You How do you I feel mean? about that? Like if your friend says, oh, you shouldn't be with that person, they're not good for you. Or family. It's kind of like a hit and miss because I feel like at the same time, like maybe at the end of the day, sometimes you realize that exactly what they said you should have listened to at the beginning, you know what I mean? But I feel like you can take as much inside advice as you want, but at the end of the day, it's your choice. Mm-hmm. If you choose to be with that person after what everyone has told you, like their opinions on, and then what you decide not to like hinder their advice or take that into consideration or like I guess you know do action on that then I feel like at that point like it's your choice and in the long run I feel like most of the time they're pretty accurate in my experience you know what I mean like it's just it's that person's choice they feel the need to want to be with that person so at that point in time you really can't tell them anything I feel like as a friend um where do you limit your advice at? Like, where's your boundary as a friend? Have you told a friend straight up, like, you shouldn't be with this dude or you shouldn't be with this girl? Oh, yeah. I've told multiple friends. Like, you know, <laughs> that was, that, that's the thing. is like, I've told multiple friends. Multiple friends have told me I shouldn't be with somebody. And I'm just like, man, I'm going to deal with them. You know what I mean? And the same thing is, I feel like as a friend, though, like, you can step away from it. But at the same time, I feel like you're, you should always be that person's friend. So if they're going through a hard time and they exit that relationship... And you shouldn't be like, I told you so, bitch. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like you should still be their friend because at the end of the day, you were their friend before you before they got involved with somebody. You know yeah. what I mean? So you should always be their friend. I, like me, you know, the thing with me and Kendra, like I did step away from our friendship for a while just, you know, for personal reasons and it just got, um, you know, a bit for me and it was just personal reasons. But at the end of the day, like I'm always Kendra's friend always become his friend, you know what I mean, like, I like, but my relationship was just, like, too much for our friendship at the time, exactly, and so I just had to, like, excuse myself, but now that she's no longer in that relationship, you know, like, I feel like I I wouldn't go back and, like, take that person's side to over her side any time, any day of the week, I just wouldn't do that, you know what I mean, yeah, and I feel like, I feel like if it's a true friend or whatever, no matter what you decide in that relationship, if they tell you something, you'll always be their friend. You know? I saw multiple friends that were, like, in abusive relationships. Like, you either are going to be in that relationship until they put you in the hospital or you're going to wake up and and be over with it, you know? And multiple friends have gone put in the hospital by a significant other and then finally woke up and was like, maybe I shouldn't be with them. But guess yeah. what? I'm still your friend. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's what a friend does. I have friends who don't do that. I have, over this last relationship that I have, I had a group of friends that I no longer talk to anymore that are no longer my friend. Same. I had the same shit happen. You know, over shit that, like, what had, I guess, had somewhat to do with me, but, like, really was not my decision. You know what I mean? Had nothing to do with me as a decision. And I feel like we're all grown-ass women. We all grown-ass people. So we all make our own decisions, and unfortunately, I lost that group of friends, which is unfortunate. But then it's kind of an eye-opener, too, because exactly. then you see the people, and you're like, well, fuck this. Yeah. Because why did I put up with this? Exactly. Or, you know, I've, I've, unfortunately, I've lost all kinds of fucking people in my life. Do you feel but like the, social media, though, has a lot to do with outside sources, too? Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I've lost a friend. We were just talking about this. For sure. <laughs> I read the post to her. I lost a friend over a post that I made on Facebook. And the post was so, For sure. so fucking 
Dude, it just, like, first of all, I copied and pasted it from an article that I read. Mm -hmm. And it was just a broad post about basically, like, I want you to be in my life, like, at the points that I need you, not just when we're fucking getting wasted. That's basically what it said. And it wasn't, you know, I didn't tie anybody in it. It wasn't, like, pointed at anybody or anything like that. But, like, that ended a relationship for me. A friendship. Like, years. Like, done. You know what I mean? And so it's like, you gotta be careful with the shit that you put on social media, too. But, like, I told Dom, I was like, I went back and read it and was like, 31-year-old me would post that shit still. <laughs> like, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, literally. Was it kind of like if the shoe fits? I guess like so. That, yeah, that, because that's exactly how it felt. Yeah, I was just like, huh, looking at this now, like I just don't get it. <laughs> so, and so, yeah. like when you see like, oh, this is a good one, I guess. When you see like your friend posting up like pictures with their significant other, but you know of the negative shit. Does that impact you in any way? Like, oh, it's really not like that. That's what the pictures show on Facebook. But no, that's no, how they are. Like <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, I'm liking it. Fuck it, I'm liking it. You know what? I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to love happy, it. You're happy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. if that's what you're going to put up with, there's nothing that somebody else can tell you. And that's what you just have to learn is that there's nothing anybody else can tell you. You're a grown-ass person. We're going to make our own decisions. It's good for the inputs, and we understand you're trying to be a friend, but there ain't shit you're going to tell somebody when they're in a relationship, and they're happy. Yeah. If they're happy, they're happy. You know what I mean? I've totally said that to Kendra. Remember, like, or if they're not happy and they're going through a rough moment, they need to open their own eyes before, you know. Exactly. I feel like people are only going to take as much advice as you're going to give them, and exactly. they have to make the choice, you know. It all comes down to what they personally want to do. Yeah. And I feel the same way with my relationship. Like, I'll take, you know, I guess the way you see it is, like, you take things with a grain of salt. Like, okay, I'll, I'll hear this, and I'll, you know, I'll think about it, but I'm probably going to still do this, you know, exactly. but thank you, you know. Like, yeah, a, well, I think it's important to, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's not important or whatever, but I think it's good to listen to fucking people's feedback, period. Like, you no, should definitely 100%. take it in. 100%. But I just... I, I feel like at the end of the like, day, you're still going to do what you're going to do. I yeah, like and I would just say that. I would be like, you know, yeah. I'm still going to do what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, but I appreciate what you're saying. Thanks, I'm going to keep that in mind. Like, as of right now, this is how I feel. Yeah. But you shouldn't, I don't feel like you should end a friendship because somebody who's just trying to look out for you and tell you their honest opinion. You know what I mean? Like, you may not like it at the time. It may cause us some issues, but I don't think you should dead a friendship. Yeah. Over something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. There was one thing that Kendra had actually brought up to me about, like, limitations, like, for settling with someone, I guess. How do you know if you really are settling for them or, you know, if there's anything better for you? So there's this one quote that I was telling her that I really love by Bob Marley. And he says, the truth is, everyone is going to hurt you. For, you just need to, you just got to find the ones worth suffering for. And to me, it's like, how do you know, I guess, what your limits are? when you're already going to end a relationship or, you know, do you feel like you're settling at that moment? I feel like when you when no it's a longer, rough patch. I feel like maybe when you no longer know who you, who you are as a person. You know what I mean? When, I feel like when you, when you're just like, well, this is, you feel stuck and you're just like, well, this is just what it's going to be. And you just lose your identity. I feel like at that point, you should, people realize, okay, I'm just settling. You know what I mean? Like, it's like people show you stuff, something that just makes you realize, like, 
you just snap into it one day and are just like, I'm worth more than what you're giving me. I think that's what it is. People have to realize their worth. So, with with that quote, like how it says, basically, nobody is perfect, so somebody's going to hurt you. Even the person that you're in a relationship with, what kind of hurt would you tolerate? I don't tolerate like, cheating. <laughs> period. Yeah. Like, cheating. I never did before. So, that's the thing. I yeah. never did before. Which you know, because you were with me through another relationship. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. I called you on speakerphone in front of all my friends because you're a bitch ass and let you tell me exactly what you did. Like, fuck that dude. Yeah. I'm all... <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I never dealt with it at all either. But... I don't right. know. For some reason, I just was like, okay, well, maybe we can work through this. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because you guys had a kid and you have this ambition of, like, wanting a family. And then I think it was the mental health thing, too. Yeah. Like, for like sure. Like, wanting to take care of something and yeah. somebody. You know what I mean? I get that. But at the same point in time, I feel like you get to a certain point where you're like, how much am I taking care of that person and not taking care of myself? You know what I mean? And I feel like at that point when you realize that you're not taking care of yourself, I think it's time for you to take a step back from that relationship and, like, start taking care of yourself. Yeah, it's a huge thing. I think if your morals or your own, like, values personally, if, if you're giving up those, mm-hmm. I think at some point you have to, like, realize, like, damn, I am doing this and take full responsibility. Because if you're doing that at the end of the day, you yourself are going to feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's like me saying yes to a threesome when I really didn't want a threesome. Exactly. Because after being asked fucking ten times, I was like, okay, well, let's do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like... It's just not what you do, so you just don't do it, you know? Yeah, I told you, if I have to compromise something that I value, it's not going to happen. Like, I don't sacrifice... I don't sacrifice that when it comes to... uh, I don't know if it's settling, but, like, being with somebody, you know? And I feel like with that quote, too, it's also like, if you're going to... I feel like when he's saying, like, if you find the right person to suffer with, like, I feel like at that point you both make sacrifices. Like, you'll know. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. both of you have to come to a compromise. Because that's what a relationship is. You guys both have to compromise. And if like, you feel like your relationship is more towards you only compromising and then not pulling their weight, at that point I feel like maybe you should step back and take a look and just be like, this yeah. person isn't the one worth suffering yeah, for. Exactly. <laughs> I think also um, something that we were talking about before too is like now I forgot what I was gonna say. Damn. Um, <laughs> damn it! And I brought it up earlier too, and I just thought right now like that's perfect for right now. Uh, fuck! I can't think about it. You, you talk and not think about it. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Because I, I was distracted like, myself because I, like I wanted I to totally this bowl right now. I was like. What <laughs> was I telling you? I can't remember. Hmm. It had to do along this line, the like yeah. settling for somebody, or, you know. Yeah, but I can't remember what it was right now. God, that's so bad. It was right. like the worst blink out ever, because I was so ready when we first started. <laughs> ah, complacency. It happens. That's a big one, too. Oh, yeah, well, so I think definitely uh, people lose themselves. Mm-hmm. And in that sense, I mean, like, people forget that while it's good to take care of other people, they forget to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, seriously, it should not, <laughs> it is so hard for me to go shopping for myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it Amen. should not be. And, like, literally in my past relationship, I would have gotten him anything before me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's, like, stuff like that. And then you realize that, and you're like, why am I doing that for someone else? When, like, for myself, I'm like, 
All right, let's get this thirst buster. Yeah, and I, so I think that a lot of the reason that people settle or have like small, small little reason, like you know, they're like, okay, well, he cheated, but this is why. I can do this, and I, I think a lot of that comes to, like, those people just not being happy with themselves, unfortunately, because it's, like you said, it goes back to, like, your worth, because if you don't expect more, then you're gonna be just okay with, like, all right, I mean, you're doing this for me. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Are you checking scores over there? No, you told me at the Patriots one. <laughs> ah. There's no need to check scores anymore. I'm like, uh... I'm over it. <laughs> I know. I didn't want the Patriots to win, but yeah. shit happens. Okay. <laughs> hey. um, have you ever read... Okay, That's so I heard that there is this thing about... And maybe it's not all females, but females make dudes sit down to pee. Oh, Like, yeah, is that a real thing? And maybe not even just that, but I guess I actually know a few females that make their dudes sit down to pee because they don't want him to dribble. I feel like that's a oh, that's misconception weird. because they dribble more. I feel like, like they would. I didn't like, it's make, like right here. It's yeah. like, what? How are you going to aim? Like, I didn't think my ex sat down to pee. He just sat down when he pissed, which is weird to me because most men stand up and piss. But he said, <coughs> you know, like, I guess, you know, men's dick get hard in the morning, so it was just hard for him to aim. But oh, okay, like, that one makes wait, sense. So, so like all the time, so hard. So he sat down because no, <laughs> dudes like put their hands up on them and like sit like he, it's easier for him to like point it down because he can sit like this and like like straight up and then like point it down. And I'm just like okay, but like you still miss because I looked up my toilet seat and there's piss rings around my toilet seat. So like either way, you're still pissing on my toilet seat. So I don't know. I think it's weird. I think that's why weird. did he say? Like, he just how he got in the habit of doing that? He said because sometimes I feel like he's got a shit, so he just sits down to prepare for it. Oh, that's... that's Have you ever... Do you know anybody that does that? I don't know. I've never heard of that until you... I guess it was, like, on a TV show recently, too. My dad was watching, and he, like, brought it up to me, and he goes, yeah, he goes to stay at his co-worker's house, and she was like, uh, you're gonna have to sit down to pee. I don't allow you standing. And he just looked at her and was like, uh, okay... (laughs) <laughs> and I would be like get the fuck out of here I would, and I don't know I guess it's different like I think I told you before like I had I was so close with my group of guy friends and it's so sad because I'm not at all anymore right. I'm all but back in the day like we were super close like I would stand next to you while you were pissing like and you know what I mean so I was just so used to being around people like that but now I'm just like what if he's like, I have to piss, Kendra, and then, like, he sits down? <laughs> like, yeah, see, that would have been somebody <laughs> that I knew. That's what I'm saying. I would be like, uh, they were all standing. <laughs> well, we would be outside, and I would be like, yeah, the bathroom was cool. Go stand up there. Have something to share. You know, right? I never knew anybody that sat down to pee. I never yeah, heard of that. Weird. I didn't know that was a real thing. A couple times I saw him standing, but most of the time he was sitting down and he was pissing. Huh. Oh, that's really weird. And you're all, this is why Like, that's he legitimately my ex. wasn't taking you know, a shit. Like, he wasn't taking a shit? No, half the time he wasn't even taking a shit. He's like, my stomach hurts. But he was like a pathological liar as well. So! <laughs> that might have something to do with it, you know? He was weird. You're all on another. That's really weird. Right? I never another. heard of that. 
we'll have to awesome. look into that. <laughs> we should put a post. You did like a little poll yeah, to ask people poll. if they've ever heard of like, <laughs> do you piss? Men sitting down, yeah. <laughs> Standing. I mean, or do you piss sitting down? My voice, which one of you sits down to piss? <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do a post about that. <laughs> I also just feedback. realized like while I started man and like posting all these things right now. And I got really sad. I don't know if you noticed my face, but I was super upset right now. Um, because when I post a story on Instagram under my profile, which is triple deluxe, by the way, uh, I don't have the option to add music to my posts. Like, there's no little music place that I can yeah. click on to add it. And when I just went on the Hush podcast one, it's there. Like, son of a bitch, why isn't it on my profile? Because you have a personal one. They're like, music fraud. <laughs> That's weird. Don't you have it though? I have no idea. I've never I'm all. I've seen other people that see have it? it. I know it's on my like Snapchat. I don't know about that. I don't know. Maybe it was on my Instagram, but it's not. Yeah, I'm all. So I just got really sad. I mean, but on another note, the other thing that really frustrates me for anybody listening that follows me, if you view my story, answer my fucking poll. <laughs> it's there for a reason or give me your thoughts because some question? of these people I'm like seriously you're the first person to look at this every time but you don't ever answer my polls are you looking at me I mean I don't yeah, yeah you too because I looked at it but yeah, I, didn't answer I, poll. I thought you were doing that more for like you know the listeners well, I do because the for question everyone. was: is, is pussy is getting head better than getting pussy that yeah like, I did that on my like, personal page first and so far no one answered I, I want to know what to weigh in on People that. are afraid to answer. You want me to answer? Like, eh. <laughs> yeah, what do you think? I, I don't know. Like, based on the last episode, I feel like it varies by guys. Some guys really like head more than getting pussy. I feel like me, like, if you're going to flip the question, be like, do you like getting eaten out or getting dick down? I would take the dick, but that's me. Me too. Me. <laughs> me too. Like, but some girls are more into like, no, it's fine. You could just go down on me. And I'm not really like that. Like, I need, I need, you know. I need the entree, the main entree, please. <laughs> For sure. Like, I would definitely prefer to have sex than I would to... Yeah. I, to I could actually go through having sex out. without getting in out, and I'm like, I'm cool. Like, some girls need it, but for me, I'm yeah, real I weird. don't need like, it. I don't feel like I need it. But you I'm better like, fucking touch me or some shit first. Yeah, yeah, yeah like a little fingering or like playing with the... Rubbing me the skin Yes, and nipples. Like, all these people that are like, I just... <laughs> Dive right in that pussy, and I'm like, what? <laughs> like the last episode. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, and that wasn't the first time I heard it. It was just like, what? <laughs> you know, just dive into pussy. Okay? You can't do that. Yeah, no. You warmed it up, right? <laughs> what? That's what a cougar would be good for. See? Look at us. I'm telling you, you gotta warm up these 20, They're necessary. 19, they need 20 year old boys. We need to train these know? boys. Oh, God. <laughs> gotta train them up. <laughs> so silly. So. I think we need to get... Somebody totally commented in our last episode, but it's like a different language. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I, I, I don't really know. understand. And I don't really understand the hashtag either. I don't get that either. <laughs> yeah, I know. I followed her for a while, but... I'm really weird about thinking, but we don't know what you said. <laughs> so next time, Google Translate <laughs> right. and, and send it. So we can read what you just put. Is it spam or is this like a legitimate comment? <laughs> <laughs> right. Is there anything else? Any other? 
things that you want to talk about. Full moon tonight. About to charge up my crystals, make some moon water. Me too. Sounds good. Ooh, getting wild. I have some cards. I'm going to pull a tarot card. See what's up. And I have sex later. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what are your plans after the show? Sounds good. We hope you're having a great night out there. Thank you again for tuning in to Hush. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn, SoundCloud, thehushpodcast.com, our Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. We don't have to say a word. Baby, don't say a word When you walk in Girl, just take off your clothes Leave them on the floor Cause we don't need them no more Take a little time Cause we have Switch it right up, girl, if you don't mind If you don't mind me touching your body till the sun comes up Freaking each other till our bodies give up Do it everywhere, we can switch it right up, oh Lay back, relax and let me run this all up in your thing to the last time you felt my kisses Been a while and my body can't take much pressure I don't wanna force this issue Girl, I'm on a sex you mission Ice cubes crushed on my tongue Your legs spread, you're open for fun I'ma kiss a little bit I'ma lick you really quick I just wanna move your hips I just wanna wet your lips Heated moment I'ma take it slow When I'm on your ass I'ma let you know Pull your head, do your feelings Smack your ass when I'm in it Orgasm in a minute Make you scream when I hit it Grind on it, girl Just grind on it, take your time And ride on it, set you down Ride on it, girl Just grind on it, girl Just grind on it, take your time And ride on it, set you down The sun comes up, freaking each other till our bodies give up. Do it every way, we can switch it right up. Hell, if you don't mind, if you don't mind me touching your body till the sun comes up, freaking each other till our bodies give up. 
Do it every way, we can switch it right up.